Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky, and I'm here with my partner, Michelle Moss. Michelle, how have you been? Well, just as a little update um, from our last podcast um, about the, Joe, the COVID journey with Jonathan and I, um, he is still on the ventilator, but he, I had the best report this morning that I've had so far. Um, so he, they're, they're taking him down on things and weaning things. So today is day 12 on the ventilator. So it's been a very much of a roller coaster ride. I have to say COVID is just a gut punch. You know, you get good and then a bad and then a good and then a bad and then two steps forward and five back, one step forward. You know, it's just a back and forth. And so today was a good day. Um, I, he had a good night and yesterday afternoon was good. Um, so we are working in the right direction. I just really, really hope everyone pays attention and is safe because, you know, John's the only one I know of in our ginormous group of hundreds and hundreds of friends that's on the ventilator. So people think this isn't really going to happen, but nobody would have thought it would have happened to Jonathan because no. he's strong and young and healthy, you know. So, um, you know, just really taking care of yourselves and being cautious because you just don't know um, who it's going to affect. And I pray that it doesn't affect anybody else. You know, I just pray with everything going forward, it's going to be um, a good thing. But we are stable and that is a good thing. And, um, and I'm keep going on with life and seeing clients and, and doing my podcast just to keep myself busy and to move forward. So um, continuing to do that. And I'm so excited to have our guest because today we're doing another um, Cheeky Girl Boss episode. Um, and we have our friend Jennifer Dorshik G, who Hi. owns the District Boutique at the Heritage Crossings of Green. So we are so happy to have you here. Welcome, Jen. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So can you um, tell us exactly what is your business? I kind of said where it was located, but uh, describe your business and what, you know, where it is, what it is, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we're in green. Um, so we're right um, off the highway in the new um, plaza where Acme is. Um, we're right next to Pavs and um, we offer women's clothing. Um, we have jewelry, accessories, um, shoes, um, it's all at affordable prices and we try to stay on trend and we make sure that the things that we have in the store are unique to this area. Do you have like a basic age range? That you um, yeah, it, I mean, it varies. I mean, we go as low as like high schoolers that come in looking for um, senior picture outfits. Um, but really our target is mid thirties to late fifties. Oh, good. I made that cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been in business then under the district boutique? We actually just celebrated our six year anniversary last month. So oh, our wow. doors have been open for six years now. And wow. how did, wait, you didn't mention your um, partner's name again? Um, her name is Marcy. Okay. So how did you and, and got... Marcy get started? Um, well, we both were kind of looking to make a change in our careers. Um, she was a kindergarten teacher and I was doing um, social media at a local firm and we kind of just got together and thought, well, you know, why don't we give this a try? There wasn't anything like it in green and, um, we always would go shopping. We shopped a lot. Um, we both had our first children around the same time. And so we'd throw them in the stroller 
and we'd go to the mall and just we'd mall walk and shop and that was just kind of where it all started and then we saw an opportunity with the new plaza going up and green and we had um you know some good conversations with the owners of the building and it just kind of took off from there so how long was it from the birth of the idea to it coming to fruition and actually being an entity of a brick and mortar store? Um, it was about 10 months. Okay. We actually had a couple of delays on the build out and then um, we were um, required to open after Acme opened because they were kind of the, the base of the plaza. And so we opened the day after. So they had setbacks. And then, you know, we had issues with concrete and it was winter time and all that stuff. So um, we but ended up opening like four months. Yeah. It's <laughs> coming kind of mentality that we always talk about. So you have a great plan in place, but there's, there's those things you have to overcome as you get there. Right. Did you guys continue working when this first got started or did you just dive right in? Um, well, we signed our letter of intent in March and then, um, she ended that school year. And then I think I stopped working in June of that year. Um, cause we were actually supposed to open in August, but that didn't happen. So, but we made it work. We talk about, you know, not letting fear hold us back with our listeners all the time. So was that something that you guys, did you just, because it sounds like you had this idea and it kind of came, it evolved so quickly. Was there any fear in that? Was there, I mean, you know, leaving a job that's paying you well and she's a teacher leaving the teaching. I mean, it's a, you know, that's a leap of faith in some ways. Oh yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a hard and an easy decision really. Um, we wanted the flexibility of having our own business and I, kind of always felt like I would do that, something like that eventually in my life. Um, yeah, it, we supported each other a lot through that. So that was helpful. You know, we divided and conquered all those responsibilities. And um, I mean, it was challenging for sure. Do you think um, it was easier having a partner going through that though with you instead of doing it on your own? Yeah, I think so. Cause you know, I feel like I'm really good at making a decision and moving on. That's kind of my personality. Um, but when you're making so many at a time, it's just, it's good to, you have someone else to like bounce ideas off of. And, um, it was good to kind of talk that through because the business is really a combination of my style and Marcy's style. So like, the aesthetics of the store and the colors we chose and the clothing in the store all represents my style and Marcy's style. So it was important for both of us to kind of join together and build it from scratch. Yeah. With a blending. That's cool. Yeah. So other than the, the delays in, in getting started, what have been some of the, the obstacles that you've had to overcome in, in starting a brand new business? And then, and then again, flourishing because six years, you know, those businesses, how you have issues and don't, they don't all, they don't make it, but six years is good. You know, you're, yeah. you're in there. So what are some of the obstacles? Um, hmm, so many. <laughs> Um, we want our listeners to understand this isn't just a cakewalk. It takes perseverance and hard work, yeah. dedication and passion. Yeah, I think it's important to note that, um, you know, this isn't just like a side business for Marcy and I. I mean, it pays our mortgage. Like, it's not something fun that we just wanted to do. 
Um, it's you literally work every single day. I mean, you know, you own a business, you work every day, even if you're not open, you're still working and you're working at night when your kids go to sleep. And, you know, one of the biggest struggles I think for both of us is finding that balance of, you know, being in the store, working from home, being with your family, you know, and making, when to shut off because now we have our phone that we can always be working. Yes. Right? I mean, it's, it's a lot. It can be a lot and it's, you got to set it down and you got to walk. Say, away. Do you have designated time that you're just like, okay, I'm going to shut off and this is what we're doing. Um, I try. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do, but you know, when you have employees working at the store, you know, they're like an extension of your family. And mm -hmm. so how many, how many employees do you have? Um, we have four right now, plus Marcy and I. Okay. Um, and they do a great job and we trust them fully. It's just, if they have a question or something, I feel like I need to be available to them. Right. Just as I would be available to my kids. So well, I do have a block of time where my kids go to school and then they come home and I devote that time to work. And then I try to shut down around 3.30 um, and then get back into it later, like around dinner time after they're kind of like dinner and certain, yeah, you know. So tell us a little bit, um, we mentioned this a little bit before we started chatting, but the, um, your personal life. So you've got how many kids and, and are, you know, are you married, single? What, you know, kind of put that into the equation as well. Okay. Um, I have three kids. And how old are they? They're 10, seven and five. Mm -hmm. So they're still oh, young. Handful. They're busy. <laughs> um, I am single and I am dating someone, but technically single. And that, again, that brings a whole nother level to, and I want our listeners to hear this. You're doing this as a single mom, navigating three kids under 10 and under, and you've done this. So then six years ago, you know, six years ago, you only had two out of the three. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, doing all of this as a single mom now, and now you're throwing dating in there. So we've got, you know, all these hats that you're wearing, but you're managing it. You know, now, I don't know. Now, I was to say, how are you managing that? You know, how, how do you manage that? I don't, I, I guess I can say that I'm, I'm good at compartmentalizing. Like I can deal with the craziness in the morning with the kids and they get, they get off to school and I kind of breathe for a minute and then I jump right into work and I'm able to kind of forget about anything else that needs to happen that day until it hits like three and then I'm running to the store. I'm running to get whatever needs to happen so that I can get home in time for the bus. Um, I like being busy. So, I mean, I didn't have kids to be busy, <laughs> but it just comes with the territory and I feel like I can adapt most of the time, but I mean, there's definitely those days, especially around the holidays. And now that we just have to be home and we can't really go out and do much, it's even more stressful, but. But what you explained is what we talk to our, our listeners about, and I talk to my clients in therapy about, is being in the moment. Compartmentalizing is saying, is calling it one thing, but really what you're saying is, you are in the moment with your kids when you're with your kids. You're in the moment with your work when you're with your work, and you're able to, and when you're with your boyfriend, you're in the moment, in that moment with him. Um, so that makes a lot of sense 
that you are, you're doing, that's, that's a good thing. You're being in the moment, you know? Oh, good. Yeah, that's not always easy. That's <laughs> no, not always easy. No, because definitely always on my vision board is be present because so many right. times, like my brain's going so many different directions. Right. And the people that you're with can tell when you're yeah. thinking about tomorrow or six hours from now or yeah. it's nice to be in that moment. Yeah. I do have those times in the day where I kind of freak about something, but I don't know. It's just my personality. I'm able to just kind of like calm myself, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I have those days where I like completely melt down. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. I, because How long have you been so divorced? Um, almost, almost two years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother navigating, especially that you already had your business. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then taking that. That's not easy. Yes. No, it's not easy, but I mean, you get through it. So too, especially with children, there's really no option except for putting one foot in front of the other. Right. So I got to ask, I know your business is your passion. What do you do for self-care? What do you do for self-compassion? You know, building up Jen, reboosting Jen, filling the cup. You know, what do you do for you? Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know, to be honest. This is an important um, question. A lot of our, our um, listeners and a lot of our guests have said, you know, this is an important part of our us carving out not just time for our kids, our boyfriend, our job, you know, our career, our passion, but something for us. Just putting you on the spot. You don't have to answer it. Right yeah, now. no, it's okay. Um, you know, sometimes I feel guilty about those days. Like if I sit on the couch in the morning, you know. I'm That's a like, very common answer on the thoughts, you know. Because I know how much needs to be done and I'm the only one that's going to do it. So um, I do like to go get facials. That's one thing I love to do. Um, I go to Love Beautiful Skin in Jackson and I'm obsessed with all the girls there. They're oh, amazing. I've never heard of that one. You're going to have to fill me in. Yeah, they're great. And um, I always feel so good going there. And a lot of times I just get the mini facial it's quick. It doesn't have the massage or anything like that. And usually that's all I can fit in, but it's nice to be able to go and just like, it's quiet and it's just so refreshing and my skin looks amazing afterwards. And it's just like a nice little like pick me up, I guess. So that's, that's something I do for myself. I love that. Now let me ask you this. How often do you do that? Well, <laughs> um, I, I went a couple weeks ago, but before that it had been, four or five months, maybe. You know, we always talk about this. We pencil in our, our, you know, our meeting with this person or a meeting with that person or our dentist appointment. We have to also pencil in that time for us. So, and yeah. just, you know, that's just my, you know, therapy stuff that comes out. You know, I, it's hard for me to turn it off. No, I like it. Let's just keep having these discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who is your support network and, and, or, you know, who have you looked to as a role model or a mentor or, or was it just your own intrinsic stuff? Um, I think probably Marcy and I kind of just looked at each other, I think, for that because she's really good at, like, interior stuff like she's really good at picking out colors and the carpet and the drapes and just figuring out like where everything should lay out and I'm not really good at that <clears throat> excuse me um so we kind of looked at each like looked towards each other for our strengths to kind of help get us through but there wasn't really a like a map 
for what we did six years ago. I think there is now that, you know, they're popping up and people are doing it from their homes. Um, but we were like really clueless. It took a lot of research to try and figure all of that out. Right. Right. Cause not, cause you guys, neither of you are really having coming from a fashion merchandising or buying background. It was, oh, no. it was completely diving into something. Oh yeah. Brand new. Yeah. <laughs> but something you love. And I think, again, that's what our listeners need to hear. This is a passion. So then you go out and research and you know, that's, that's the good part. You know, it's something that you love. Um, so that kind of leads us into how has COVID impacted your business? Have you been navigating it? Has it changed the concepts? You said some people are doing this from their home. Have you done more online? I mean, kind of talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so earlier in the year when we were forced to close down the store, um, I threw up a website real quick and it was kind of a blessing in disguise because we've always talked about doing online, um, but we weren't really sure how to navigate our inventory um, because we only typically get two smalls, two mediums and two larges and one style. And we typically don't restock anything because we don't want you to walk into a party and someone else be wearing the same exact thing as you. So I love that. we tried to keep it exclusive. Um, so we were trying to, we always kind of tossed around the idea of having a website, but we weren't sure how like, okay, we have six of this one style. How do we have it online and how do we have it in the store and still maintain exclusivity for our customers? Well, when the store closed, that wasn't really an issue. So we were able to put it, everything on a website and I mean, it's been really working well for us. So once we were able to reopen, we were kind of just forced to navigate that and figure it out. And so far it's working, which is great. Um, people can buy online. We ship. And I love that for Christmas shopping too, because honestly, you know, like sometimes if a relative asks you what you want, that will be really <coughs> nice to just send them the link, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, they can buy um, online. They can have it shipped. They could pick it up in the store. They can drive up and call us and we'll bring it out to them. Oh, that's great. Um, and we'll also ship it to wherever you want. So if you're buying a gift for someone and you want it shipped somewhere, um, we can include a little note and wrap it and ship it on your behalf. We'll have to include your link to, on our um, social media when we post about this podcast so okay. that people can click on it and, and do some shopping because I was all on, the last minute shoppers. Yeah. And I was on your website and you have some beautiful, beautiful things. You know? Thank you. Even, even me beyond the high end of the age, really <laughs> nice, I would wear it. <laughs> and we need to hear about these, the parties, the, what did you call oh, yeah. it? Yeah, the, the private the parties, private parties. Um, shopping. I love this. And this is something that maybe we'll do with as soon as COVID gets a little less intense that maybe we'll take some of our cheeky goddesses and we'll do a little shopping. Yeah. Party. So tell us about that. Yeah. So we um, closed the store right now. We're doing every Sunday um, from now until Christmas, we're doing private shopping. Um, so you can just shoot us an email and we'll give you a time slot and you can come in with your group of girls and we'll have drinks and um, it'll just be a nice way to privately shop without other customers. Um, myself or Marcy will be there um, as well as some of the other girls that work for the store. 
um, to help you choose outfits. Um, I was say, do you kind of help people piece things together? I was going to say, that's that stylist part that comes in and you're styling for people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, some people like that. Um, will want to just kind of go on their own. A lot of people will come in and be like, I'm buying for my niece. And so we'll ask to see a picture and kind of look at their style to give them ideas. So, you know, we offer that as well. I mean, we offer that whether it's private shopping or not. I mean, anyone that walks into the store that wants help from a stylist will get it. I love that though. Um, again, I want, I want our listeners to hear the district boutique to have the, one of these private parties, you get your girlfriends, you get cocktails, you get private shopping with the doors shut and styling. I mean, this is like every woman's dream, you know? So that is wonderful. And I know you changed that up. You said before it was like weeknights or whatever, and you used to be closed on Sunday. So now Sunday, again, this is a COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. change that Sunday becomes the, the private shopping days. And I think that's a really cool thing that a lot of people would want to take advantage of. So yeah, I love that. I think that's very interesting. Okay. What have you learned about yourself during this journey? Okay. This has been a six year journey. Well, six years, 10 months, cause you started 10 months prior to, and you've gotten, gone through a divorce and you have three small children. So what have you learned? <laughs> um, I think I've learned that if there's something I want, I have to go after it. No one's going to do it for me. No one's going to hand it to me. And I feel like I've kind of always been like that growing up, but even more so now, you know, taking care of a house, kids on your own. And it's just, it can be overwhelming at times. And just knowing that like, these are my choices and I can choose, like I have the choice and I couldn't choose whether I do the dishes today. No one's going to tell me that I have to do them, that they need to be done. Um, be there waiting for you, especially. Like, yeah, they'll be there. Them. And I've, I've kind of like given myself a little bit of a, it's right. okay. It doesn't give yourself grace. And we preach that too. It's yeah. okay to not be busy as you're sitting there on the couch watching Christmas movies on Lifetime. <laughs> It's okay to say the dishes are in there. It's okay. I'm going to enjoy this moment for me and just, just veg. That's okay. Yeah. Just having that, I guess that feeling come over me. I didn't really have that before. I felt like I just needed to be on all the time. Um, be a good wife, be a good mom. And like, to me at the time that all meant doing all of those things. And then be, you know, be perfect at everything, trying yeah. to, be and nothing can be perfect. You can't. No, I mean, I'm clearly not. So none of us are. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, I've, I, I like how you put that, that I've given myself grace and just, you know, tried to step back a little bit and um, just have that choice mm -hmm. for myself. I think a lot of moms need to really listen to that part of it. Cause I know that was me in the beginning. I think we do, we have this picture when we have babies and we're married, it's supposed to like look a certain way. And like, I don't know, I had, it took me a lot to learn to give myself grace or to like Michelle said, not care about the dishes. And you know, <laughs> we've done a lot more movie watching since being laid off in the spring. Yeah. But it forced us to, to take a pause. You know, we've talked about, a lot of people have talked about that, but you know, learning how to just take a breath and take a pause and it's okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to show you guys and our listeners can't see this, these nails and look what, 
Look how oh they look. I haven't been on quarantine for over a month. <laughs> my hair is bad, but it's okay because it's coming and I'm going to get back to it. And, you know, I'm giving myself grace. It just doesn't matter. I'm not worried about it. You know, yeah. there's so many more things that are important to worry about. And my nails looking like this, not so much. I can't wait to get it done. Oh, Come trust on. me. I totally yeah. picked mine off too. <laughs> oh, no. I had shellac at one point. It's gone. <laughs> I haven't looked like this since well, since maybe April, but you know what? It's okay. We're moving forward. Okay. So um, I know that Lauren had a couple questions she wanted to ask you, but um, I'm going to stop. My last one for you would be, what advice would you give other women going into business? I mean, you've given some sage words of wisdom about, you know, learning to give yourself grace and, and knowing that they're, you know, your choices. And if you want something, go for it. But is there anything else that really like, resonates with you that would help somebody out there maybe thinking about not necessarily a boutique but starting their own business and leaping off that ledge you know with faith um gosh well obviously do something that you love um because you're going to be doing it until midnight so do something that you enjoy um i feel like prioritizing was really important when we first started and it still is. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, we love what we do, but we're trying to make money. We pay our employees and, um, you know, prioritizing those things that are, you know, good for your customers, but good for your business too. I mean, don't sacrifice things for your business because you feel like um, it would mean more for your customers, if that makes sense. You mean like, no matter what's going on, you're there, you have great customer service, but you still need to put your needs first. Yeah. I mean, the business is still needs to be first, you know, and, and we do have those customers that come in and I mean, they can just be nasty and I've never experienced this ever before. Um, I'm, I'm shocked sometimes how women can act. <laughs> um, but you know, standing your ground and, you know, standing behind your business, standing behind your employees, um, you know, and um, just making sure that that's a priority for you. I mean, in addition to your customers, you know, I know a lot of times people say the customer is always right. And, you know, in a sense, that's true. I believe that. Um, but there are circumstances where it's not always the case. And it's important to, you know, stand up for, you know, how your employees are being talked to. Mm -hmm. um, and make sure I, that I love that because that's respect. And you're saying yeah. in, within the walls of your, of your establishment of your boutique, you want respect. You, you want to give respect, but you also want to get respect, not just for yourself. I love that you stand behind your employees because that makes it for a good work environment and not, not um, negative or hostile or a cancerous work environment. Right. The people that work for, you know, you're probably like a close, close knit family almost. Well, yeah. Knowing that you, you have their back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah. Well, good. How long do your employees last? Do you have a pretty good longevity with your um, people that work for you? Yeah, we've actually been so blessed. Um, Jackie was our manager and she worked with us for over four years. Um, she was a huge piece of um, our culture really at the store. Um, both on our social media and just for customers coming in the store. Um, but you know, they move on, they get 
married, they move. Um, a lot of our employees are um, college students. So um, they're usually with us a year or two and then they graduate and move on. But we've been very blessed to have amazing employees. That's great. And I, I love what you said about learning from Jackie, because even though you're the owner, and I say this to my clients, I learn from every single client that comes in to see me. You're open to learning from people who are working for you. And I think that's such an important piece too, listening to what they have to say and, and kind of, you know, taking it in because they're coming from their own perspective and, and can give you something that maybe you didn't see. So that's really, really cool to see that. And it goes back to respect. You know, you're respectful to listen and be open for, you know, back and well, forth. even being the boss, but still being a team player. I mean, there's always something to learn. Yeah. Well, but that's what one of the, our other guests, um, Laura from Laura Pembroke said that she doesn't see herself as the boss. She sees herself as part of the team, you know, mm -hmm because that's, that's that cohesiveness that makes for a good business and makes for people yeah. want to work there. So, yeah, for sure. I think people, you know, work for other people. They don't really work for the company. So it's good to have that culture and that relationship with them that they do feel like we have their back and that they can talk to us about anything and give ideas and mm -hmm. things like that. And they're going to work so much harder when they feel appreciated. For sure. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, going back to customer service, I mean, you want your customers to come back and have a great um, experience, but some people, like you said, are just not, they're just not nice people. <laughs> nothing you're going to do to make them happy. Or, yeah. You know, so. Well, and that makes all the difference. I'm sure you can think of a time where you've gone to like a restaurant and you had like really good, they just took care of you. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Yeah. I think that, that means a lot to people because I mean, there are boutiques that are online that you can just shop online. And, you know, you don't have that experience. So when people relationship, you don't build that relationship. And with you guys, it sounds like that's what people can have. Like if they're returning customers, they come in and it's about all of you, not just. Yes. The yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, that's good. Um, Lauren, I know you had some questions too that you wanted to. Well, I know um, she touched on the stuff for the holidays, but I'm, I'm big on like goals and just always continuing to want to grow and evolve like your business. So Obviously, you said you've been in business for six years. So what do you do? Do you guys talk about that at the end of the year? How do you continue to move forward and grow each year? Yeah, um, I think the big thing that we're going to probably focus on next year is our social media um, and how we can make that better and engage more with our customers. Um, you know, it, it's been a busy year. Um, just because we've been juggling a lot and it's a lot of reacting instead of being proactive. So, you know, once things can get back to like semi-normal, we hope that we can go back to our happy hours. We used to do Thursday night happy hours from six to eight. We serve champagne. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we miss doing that. We would see, you know, the same customers come in and we'd just chat and, you know, we miss that. So being able to add an element of that, just some sort of, you know, communication happening online. So we're going to try and be proactive in that respect. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point, until things get kind of back to normal, we're just kind of reacting and thinking about like, okay, this could happen, this could happen, and what we would do to strategize around it. So that's kind of where we're at right now, unfortunately. Just kind of brainstorming what whatever comes up. I think everybody's 
living in that mode, you know, whatever happens, we just, well, and those are going to be the businesses that, you know, are probably more likely to stick around too. you got to roll with the times and make changes and see what works and especially utilizing like Facebook and the online space. Yeah. We have some other, um, different businesses, owners that we've interviewed some ladies and, you know, a lot of stuff online, you know, cultivating those online things. What else can we do? So I think I, need, I know we need to get her and, and Lauren linked up. So we can I know. Have some wine and wine and clothes at shopping. the same time shopping. Cause she owns 750 milliliter, um, in, uh, in, well, she, there's two of them. One's in Akron and one's in Brecksville. But oh, know, okay. she's been doing a lot of online things. And I love when our ladies can put their heads together and do, you know, uplift each other and work together. And, you know, so not that we're telling you what to do or anything. I mean, yeah, no, we love to collaborate with other businesses. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have any, any other um, boutiques or any other, not maybe not boutiques, but businesses that, around you that you guys kind of, chat and like that are close by in that plaza that you support each other at all is there anybody else that you kind of um you know we've done collaborations with um baby sweet peas the baby boutique with bricks with pabs oh, pabs that's another great you know yeah link to put together with shopping yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't walk in to get ice cream though without going into the district it's like every time i go up there even if i have my kids i'm like we're gonna get ice cream but mommy's gonna look in here first oh, <laughs> if yeah. we're good then we'll still go next door <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's a good prize to get yeah. But yeah we've collaborated with um them and other green businesses um nothing really as of late just because of everything that's happening but yeah we love the opportunity to um, help spread the word of other businesses, um, especially the local ones that, you know, need our help right now. Right. Right. Supporting each other. Have you always lived in green? Did you grow up in that area? Um, I grew up in Maslin actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to central Catholic and then, um, I did live in Louisville for a little bit before I moved to green. Okay. So when we started the store, I was in um, Louisville and Marcy was in Rootstown. Okay. Well, you picked a gr huge growing area. That's for sure. I mean, green is like, uh, you drive through it if you haven't been there in a month and it's changed. Yeah. So it's definitely up and coming and growing. So that's awesome. And that whole plaza is wonderful. You know, we've gone to Brick several times. And there's yeah, we love our location and we love our neighbors. So it's been really good to us. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, Lauren, do you have anything else you want to ask? No, I think that was all great. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, we definitely want to promote our, our amazing, beautiful ladies who are, are creating these amazing businesses out there. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I love talking to you guys. Yeah, it was yes, great. Thank you so much. I can't wait to plan a party. Yeah. Yeah. I can't so, wait either. <laughs> Make sure you stay on because we're going to click off of the podcast, but I want to make sure you stay on. But um, I just want our listeners to know that um, Jen is this beautiful, amazing lady. And I'm sure she's going to, if you go into her shop at, at the district boutique, you'll see her or Marcy. Um, so make sure you take advantage of shopping um, online now or in person or private party. So she's got all kinds of options. Um, so listeners go, go visit her shop, her boutique. And um, thank you so much. And until next time, stay cheeky.